The adult drug court and veterans treatment court, like I said, are problem-solving courts that are created to assist individuals with addiction. Veterans treatment courts are specifically for our vets, and the adult drug court are for individuals. Some of them have never been in the court system before, some have, and we just offer an opportunity if they want it to get help with their substance issues. Welcome to Andy Domestic Abuse, a one-of-a-kind virtual resource for helping victims escape abuse, empowering survivors, and preventing relationship violence before it can even start by giving you the tools to improve your confidence, life skills, and hope. I'm your host, Dr. Ludi Green, a national expert on violence against women and children. I've advocated across the world and directly helped more than a thousand abused women regain and maintain their freedom through economic independence. On my podcast, you will hear from top experts in fields like finance, economic psychology, and many more. And you'll hear stories from people who have defied the odds, overcome abuse, and find their way to success. Together, we'll offer you support and practical ideas to pursue your goals, start a new path, and protect yourself and others from abuse. Today, we'll be talking with Judge Kimberly Todd, Judge Todd is an incredible special guest to have on the show, as she was our very first guest when we started in June 2020. She helped establish an early childhood court in Pinellas County, where she presides. Today, she will join us to discuss Art in Recovery, an exhibition that showcases our work from the 6th Judicial Circuit Adult Drug Veterans Treatment Court in Pinellas County, Florida. We'll be right back after this short break. Indian Domestic Abuse is brought to you by Audible. Something you need to know about me is that I love to multitask. I'm a mother, a wife. And as an entrepreneur, I had to build my own path to success. I am always looking for ways to continue learning and to use my time more effectively. Audible has been a great resource for me. I can have access of thousands of audiobooks from the palm of my hand and listen to them as I commute to work, while I cook dinner, or when I go to a run. Listeners who have enjoyed some of our episodes on self-care will love Audible's huge list of self-help books, as well as their guided wellness program. Long-term listeners of the podcast who remember our episode with author Leslie Morgan Steiner can find her book, Crazy Love, on Audible. It is so important to continue to learn and improve yourself. You are worth it. Don't wait. Head to audibletrial.com slash ending domestic abuse to start your free trial so they know we sent you. All proceeds will go to improving this podcast to help even more victims of violence. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash ending domestic abuse. Welcome back to Ending Domestic Abuse, and this is your host, Dr. Lodi Green. As I mentioned earlier, we're very pleased to have Judge Kimberly Todd joining us on the podcast for the second time. Her first episode released on June of 2020 focused on United States laws and domestic abuse. And you can listen if you look back to our earlier episodes. In 2010, our guest today was elected to the circuit bench in Pinellas County, Florida. Her first term was in the family law division, where she remained until 2013, when she was assigned to the United uni, uh, to the Unified Family Court. During her time at a Unified Family Court, 
She continued to serve her community by serving as chair of, chair of the Sixth Circuit Pro Bono Committee and as a member of the Dependency Core Improvement Panel, a statewide program to help the core improve the handling of a child abuse and neglect cases. Since she last joined us, Judge Tull was nominated for the William E. Gladstone Award, a prestigious award which celebrates the incredible work of hardworking judges and magistrates who serve dependent children and their families. She also received a certificate of appreciation from zero to three, a DC-based nonprofit dedicated to ensuring that babies and toddlers get a strong start in life. Currently, Judge Todd presides over the Adult Drug Court and Veterans Treatment Court. She's joining us today to talk about an arts program she has been involved in recently connected to the court. Judge Todd, we are so honored to have you here with us today to talk about the art exhibition, Art in Recovery. Welcome to the podcast. And it's wonderful to have you here. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Dr. Green. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, first of all, we will, before we get into our questions today, we would like to you to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a bit about who you are and what do you do. Well, you gave me a wonderful introduction. Currently, I'm assigned to Adult Drug Court and Veterans Treatment Court. These are courts that are specialized problem-solving courts here in the area where I live in Pinellas County, Florida. And our courts specifically are treatment courts that help individuals with substance mental health issues, particularly focusing on substance abuse. So rather than punishing, we offer treatment to these individuals. And I had a chance to visit your court this past summer. Well, currently summer, a few, probably a few weeks ago, and I had the opportunity to see and how everything worked there, and it was so impressive the way you handle yourself there and how your clients are there present. And also, I, I was able to see your art. To start off, can you please tell us what is the Adult Drug Court and Veterans Treatment Court? Well, the Adult Drug Court and Veterans Treatment Court, like I said, are problem-solving courts that are created to assist individuals with addiction. Veterans Treatment Courts are specifically for our vets, and the Adult Drug Court are for individuals. Some of them have never been in the court system before, some have, and we just offer an opportunity if they want it to get help with their substance issues. Mm -hmm. So how did art in recovery come about? Well, if you notice, like you said, in my courtroom, you saw all of the art on the walls. Well, prior mm -hmm. to COVID, the walls were bare. We had to empty the courtroom and it had to be used to social distance jurors. So our courts were basically shut down for a period of time because they weren't considered necessary essential courts during the pandemic. So once they reopened, the courtrooms were bare. And I was thinking I got assigned in the middle of the pandemic to this assignment. And I said, what are we going to do for the walls to make it be more inviting to the individuals that come in? And so I created a challenge for the individuals in court to do artwork and in exchange for doing artwork, I would waive some of their costs associated with their cases. And so pretty soon, the one or two pieces of art turned into many, many pieces of art, sculptures, wooden carvings, everything that individuals brought in, and they all told, told a story. So fast forward, I have had individuals come and see the courtroom like yourself, and I was able to partner with an organization from the county, 
for up and coming artists and came up with Art in Recovery. So it was an opportunity to display a lot of the art that I had in the courtroom to the community. So the community could see at least awareness would be, we, we could raise awareness about the, the problems with a drug addiction and some of the stories. Because as like you saw the art in the courtroom, all the art tells, tells a story. You know, it's unbelievable what you're saying. I have visited so many courts. And when I got to your court and I started looking around, it, it is sort of like a welcoming place. You, you feel a part of that and, and you see in the walls the stories. I mean, it's, it's a very different feeling and sense of yourself there. And I, I'm sure that for the people who are coming there themselves and experiencing what they went through, it is very healing. So I really loved it. Are there any specific pieces that tell a memorable story that you can share with us today? Yes, I, there are a few that come to mind that I'll share with you. One was I had a participant in court that had issues with his not only his addiction, but anger. So he came into court and presented something what he named Cage, Cage the Tiger. And it was basically this large wooden box that had a tiger on the front. And uh, he explained to me, because each piece of art that um, the participants bring in, I take time to talk to them about it. And it's an opportunity for everyone in the courtroom to, to learn and hear the story. Um, and in this particular case, this was a way that he was able to express himself that, that he could cage his addictive tendencies, which included anger and, his addic and the addiction that he had to drugs. Another one that stands out is was called Whole World in Your Hands. It was basically a paper mache hand holding, looked like an earth made out of paper mache. And this particular participant felt that he had, once he had achieved his full recovery, had the entire world on his fingertips, realizing he had a future. And so the art, through the art, he was able to express that. And then one third one that I can think of is called Silent Scream. And basically, it was a paper sketch of two faces. It was beautiful with pencil. And it had one face inside the other. And one looked like a face that was screaming. And the other was calm. And the participant explained to me that he was trying to show what it feels like to fight against an addiction and trying to get clean and sober. Mm -hmm. It's beautifully described by you. And I'm sure that when they did these pieces, how much help you provide to them in, in healing, in the healing process as well. On this podcast, we talk about many different issues relating to ending domestic abuse and spreading awareness about domestic violence. In your experience, do you see any similarities between situations of domestic violence and situations of addiction? Absolutely. And that was one of the reasons I was really excited when you asked me to come on this podcast, because I did work in domestic violence too, as you know, as a judge, and so learned quite a bit. So what the similarities I see is that a victim of domestic violence will suffer what is called a trauma bond, which is basically an emotional attachment that's formed through abuse and relation. And to that victim of domestic violence, it feels like an addiction because the cycle of trauma, a trauma-bonded relationship causes the victims of domestic violence to crave the higher points of their relationship because a victim wouldn't stay in a relationship if it was all bad, good and bad, and highs and lows. So 
The same thing when you look at someone in a drug in a drug addiction. I don't think anyone goes out and decides one day they're going to be addicted to fentanyl or to cocaine. It's a it's a process that <clears throat> they start, and the first time they get this great bump, and then each time it diminishes, and they keep searching for that first great high that they received, and. Unfortunately, for the victim of domestic violence and person that is addicted to substance substances, it changes their brain chemistry. And so the domestic violence victims will feel isolated, they will feel depressed, they will feel helpless, they'll feel embarrassed, they'll they fear being judged and stigmatized. They may suffer depression, anxiety, trouble sleeping, eating, concentrating. And somebody that's addicted to substances has all of those things that happen to them too. And so <clears throat> the idea of bringing it back to the art and recovery idea is that through art, whether it's a, a someone suffering from an addiction relationship or an addiction related to a substance, it's a way for them to express themselves and express how they have worked through their, their inner turmoil to reach to reach being free as it pertains to a domestic violence victim from their abuser and free from being addicted to substances because it's a lifelong thing for for both to be able to continue to modify their behavior so they're in that situation again and their brain chemistry has been altered so they have to they have to learn to change their behaviors <laughs> How fascinating to learn this, I mean, through you um, explaining it so well and with clarity. And now even myself, I'm thinking about the link, you know, in the situation of domestic violence, the situation of addiction, mm-hmm. both at type of addictions because they're trapped mm-hmm. in situations that they can't escape themselves and they became dependent, like you're saying, right? That's, that's unbelievable. And how they heal through these arts in recovery. I mean, it's unbelievable. Do you foresee any future exhibits that you can share with our listeners? Because, you know, our podcast goes all over the country and, and people may be present at the time. Can you share with us anything like that? I, my vision is I would love to have this project spread throughout the world because I think it's such a wonderful project for individuals that participate. I'm starting here locally. I'm trying to raise awareness locally. I'd love to see exhibits pop up and be traveling exhibits for people to see. I'd love for other individuals to... Um, start their own exhibits, whether it's in another state, another country, so that they can help people work through their addictions. And I just, what better way through art and telling a story and sharing their, their experience that way? It's healing for them and it raises awareness and it touches the human soul. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And this, is, this should be spread not only nationally, but I do believe internationally. I mean, this is an amazing program. And myself, I seen it in person and, and looked at it and just thinking about how these individuals who have gone through so much in the court and through doing this art in recovery have really helped them. And, and you know, now, right now they're going on to their lives and getting better. And I think this will be an amazing thing to spread it all over the world. And trust on us, we will be spreading it at all times. Aww. So thanks once again to our guest, Judge Kimberly Todd. And thanks to you for listening. No matter who you are or what you have been through, you can find help and you can find a way out of abuse and into your new life. 
send us an email through our website at ludigreen.com. That's ludigreen.com. Or you can call us our abuse headline at 202-643-2327. That's 202-643-2327. We'll help you find a way out to freedom. You can find me on social media at Dr. Ludigreen on Instagram and Twitter. You can also help stop abuse by spreading word of our podcast. Just go on Spotify and please give us a five-star rating or share your comments. Thank you again. And together, let's all find a life you deserve.